So a quick reminder in the values first framework, remember it spells out values as an acronym. Gotta love a good acronym. So the V is for values first. The A is for audit time. The L is for life boundaries. U is for uplifting others. E for experiencing conflict. And S for sustaining values. Welcome to You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. You are ambitious in life and in your career, but something is missing. You want to bring more of your passion to what you do, because let's be honest, you pour a ton into your work and it needs to mean more. I'm your host, Laura Eigel. I'm a mom, wife, PhD, coach, advocate, introvert, and indoor rowing fanatic. I'm passionate about living a life that's in line with my values. We'll give you the actionable tips and tools you need to lead with your values, make a difference, and have career success. The world needs more diversity and authenticity in the top jobs at organizations. Your leadership belongs there. You belong in the C-suite. What is your team culture like? What is your leadership style? How do you make decisions? These are all questions my client was recently asked. These questions came from different people, their current team, people who they were interviewing, who wanted to work for them, even their mentee. They all wanted to know, what's it like to work for you, to learn from you? And when I started working with this client, they had some generic answers that they could speak to each of these questions, but sometimes they weren't as confident in their answers as they'd like to be. Now they're able to confidently describe with examples, the cultures of their team their leadership style and how they make decisions aligned to what's important to them by describing their values, how they model those values and how they reward and recognize those behaviors. Can you answer those questions for yourself? Let's dig into these together. Join us in the catch crew, a place to grow your career intentionally, to get the skills to intentionally grow your career and your teams through your own leadership. When you join, you get instant access to team building tools, including values first, the course, a video-based course that highlights the most important exercises from my book, values first. You get the tools you need to build the life, career, and team culture that you want. Go to the catchgroup.com slash catch crew. That's the catchgroup.com slash catch crew. Welcome to this week's episode of the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. So this week, the week that I'm recording this episode, it will not air this week, but this week is the one year anniversary of my book, Values First, How Knowing Your Core Beliefs Can Get You the Life and Career You Want. So a year ago this week, it was published, it was out in the world, and it has been a really fun week to celebrate and reflect on this milestone especially this week in particular, I've spent some deep time in the content of this book. And usually that's not something that I do. I don't like read my own book every week. That sounds silly to say out loud, but I usually don't deep dive into the chapters, into the nitty gritty of the book every week, but this week I did. And I did that for a very specific purpose. I spent multiple days this week in a recording studio, recording the audio version of the book. And when I originally released it last year with the publisher, I wasn't sure if I wanted to have an audio recording. 
The book publisher mentioned that it was usually easier to have a professional narrator read the book. Like that's some people's jobs. They literally just narrate books and they're really good at that. But something didn't really sit right with me on that. And I decided to release it last year without an audio version. And it felt weird because I just didn't think that I wanted someone else reading the book. So these are personal stories from my own career and experience, especially having a podcast. I've shared some of those stories in different forms here. And so I knew that eventually if I did do it, I would be the one doing the recording myself. So I decided that this was the time to do it. And that's what I did. And let me tell you what an experience. Like it felt very full circle as I was reading it, kind of reimmersing myself in the stories of my career, some of which are very deeply personal. And I still cannot believe sometimes my introvert self comes and thinks, oh my goodness, I can't believe you put this in the book. But I knew it was an important story to share, so I did. So after that first day of recording, which was about four hours because you usually split up recording time over multiple sessions and multiple days so that you don't get tired or lose your voice. But after those first four hours, I had this moment in my car and I left this voice memo for my book coach, Lauren Marie Fleming, who was the editor of the book. And I just sat in my car, you know, after being immersed in it for several hours and I just felt all the feelings. And mostly it was a feeling of pride. Like y'all, I am so proud of this book. I really did pour my heart into it. And I continued to do that in the reading of it for the audiobook too. And as I read that book out loud in that recording studio, it brought me back to just so many memories of those career defining moments that I wrote about. And sometimes it was very visceral. Like I, it mostly felt good. Sometimes not because I don't just share wins in the book. I share my missteps too. And there have been many. But overall, it just made me feel just so confident that I'm doing the right thing with my career now, that all roads have led to this work that I'm doing, and it has been the right path for me. So I tell you this as a further reflection of this one year anniversary of this accomplishment. I have gotten you know notes from readers of the book telling me about moments of inspiration, their moments of reflection of insight and even decisions that they've made after reading the book. And it has all been worth it and more. And so that's really what I've spent my week reflecting on. And so, yeah, knowing that I really truly built a life and career based on my values and now teaching others to do the same, is just really fulfilling for me. So you are hearing it here first in the next month or so we'll be launching the audio version of values first and I'll let you know when it becomes available. So on today's episode, I want to dig into a a little bit of the content of the book in a different way. And I want to teach you how to use these tools for yourself and your teams. So a quick reminder, in the Values First framework, remember it spells out values as an acronym. Gotta love a good acronym. So the V is for Values First. The A is for Audit Time. The L is for Life Boundaries. U is for uplifting others, E for experiencing conflict, and S for sustaining values. So I'm going to spend a little time in the V and in the U today. So we'll talk about how identifying your values, that first part of the framework, the V, and how you can connect that to your team through uplifting others and modeling your values for your team. 
So I'm going to bring you through this exercise that I have often facilitated for teams and leaders, but the beauty of this exercise is, is that it's really simple and you can facilitate it yourself. And so I'm going to teach you how to do that today. Are you in a new role or transitioning to a new role soon? Have you thought about how you will transition into your new role intentionally? How do you create boundaries to sustain your energy and prioritize the things that matter most to you? How would it feel to go into your new role feeling prepared with an intentional plan to prioritize the most important things and still have energy to tackle the things that will inevitably come your way? These are the kinds of things that leaders are working on in the catch crew. The catch crew is our community to build your career intentionally, whether that means transitioning into a new role, building or reinforcing your team culture, or planning your next role. When you join, you get instant access to career transition tools, including Values First, the course, a video-based course that highlights the most important exercises from my book, Values First. You'll get the tools you need to build the life, career, and team culture that you want. Go to thecatchgroup.com slash catchcrew. That's thecatchgroup.com slash catchcrew. We're having our next monthly catch up soon. Can't wait to see you there. So let's dig into this exercise. This is an exercise that I would suggest to share with your team after you've already done that reflection of your own values. And this is a, a team session. So I can't tell you how many times, you know, at, in my HR career that there's usually a team offsite or you're kicking off a new something and you, you don't want it to just be an offsite or a team meeting that you just do all the business stuff and the strategy stuff. You want some connection, team development. And this is a really great and simple exercise that you can use with your team. You can facilitate it yourself, set aside about 90 minutes or so for this team building session. And it can be done either in person or virtually on Zoom or Teams, whatever you use. So when I do this type of session, you might do it if you have new team members joining your team, if you're looking just for that team connection exercise that I mentioned, maybe if you want to build more camaraderie with your team, or if you're working to increase transparency or trust, or really just understand the motivation of each team member. This might even be a good one if you're kind of working through some team conflict. This is just a really great way to build connection and to learn about each team member. So there's four outcomes of this values team session. So first, as the leader, one of the outcomes is you want to be able to share your values with the team. This is transparency. This is modeling what's important to them. It's creating permission to talk about what's important to you. The second outcome is all about understanding the values of your team members to, to really understand what are their values, how are yours similar and different than theirs. The third outcome of the session is to create team connection. Lots of connections and insights and different things will come up from here. And that 90 minutes, you can spend longer than that, but at a minimum 90 minutes will create this connection. And then the fourth outcome is this idea of linking individual values to the company values. And I'll walk you through how I would facilitate that too. So first part of this, first, you have to understand your own values. So if you have not yet grab the book, fill out the accompanying free workbook 
You can get it at thecatchgroup.com slash values first and download that values first workbook there. And within that workbook, there's like 50 pages of lots of different stuff. But the first exercise is the one I want you to do. It's the values worksheet. And for more info, you can listen to on this podcast, our very first episode, episode number one, the thing that's helped me most in my career that focuses on that worksheet and hint, the thing that's helped me most in my career is knowing my values. All right. So I want you to fill that worksheet out to gain clarity on your five to seven values, then write out what each of those values means to you. Like behaviorally, what does it look like? How can you connect those values to things that you do inside and outside of work? So one of my clients has done this exercise holistically with his team, but he just shares his values in different ways. And he loves sharing his values with his team because it's a way to show how he makes decisions. So he uses his values as a filter for decision-making. So when he describes decisions that he makes, he links it back to his values. So think through maybe how your values show up in the decisions that you make at work or in life too. really start with that internal reflection. And really then I want you to schedule and prioritize this session with your team and set them up for success by letting them know in advance what the exercise is and why you're doing it. So you might share those outcomes that I mentioned. And I recently had a client that bought her direct reports, all copies of the book, and then gave them the PDF of the values worksheet and then set that exercise up in advance by holding that time as, you know, important time in their offsite and prioritize that as like the first thing that they did in their offsite to then set the stage for the rest of it. So during this session, this is kind of how I would use this time. And again, it's super simple. This is not rocket science. So first make it easy for them. Send it to them in advance. Just say, Hey, you don't have to read the book, but fill out this PDF. It'll take you about 15 to 20 minutes to complete. Then in that 90 minutes, here's how I would utilize that time. Start by saying, you know, this is the outcome that I'd like to have, you know, so you want to share your values. You want to understand everybody's values as an individual. You want to create team connection. And you you also want to have this conversation about linking our values back to the company. So then you want to say, Hey, I'll go first. I'm going to model this for you. Then you're going to share your values with the team. And you'll do that in about five to seven minutes, really. And then hopefully they'll ask you some questions. Then you'll say, then we'll each go in turns and we'll share our values. We'll be able to ask different questions. So really it's about, you know, you sharing yours first, then each team member sharing theirs. And then I'll, I'll walk you through a a couple other questions that you can ask in terms of the overall process and then linking it back to company values. So this is really just a very informal conversation. Like, I don't think you need any PowerPoints. I think this is a really cool thing to like do, like if you're in person, do this, like not in a conference room, go into a more casual kind of location. Maybe you're sitting on, on couches, just casual and informal is, is really conversational is really how I I see this one. And if you're on zoom again, everybody is present. You don't need your laptops open, like all that kind of stuff, minimize distractions, be there together. And so you're going to answer these prompts. What are your values and what do they mean to you? So for example, you may share one of your core values and you'll do this, this for each of your values. 
So one of my core values is development. And to me, that means I love to develop others. I want to prioritize growing and learning, and I want to stretch people on the team to get better at things that they want to learn about. It also means that I lead with a growth mindset. So you can start off like that. And then I want you to walk through each of your different values. And again, you'll take about five to seven minutes sharing your values, and then you'll open it up to questions. And you might say, what questions do you have about my values? And don't worry, someone will ask a question. (laughs) Then you invite another person to go next. And you do that for everyone until they share out, do that same thing. They share, ask questions, be sure to be present. At the end of the share outs, ask what themes people heard. Inevitably, there will be themes. Do some people have the same values, but different meetings, like different behaviors that express those values? Then ask the question, after you've gone through a couple of insights, different themes, ask this next question. What was it like to do this exercise? Was it easy or harder than you thought it would be? And what insights did you have about the whole process? There's a lot of learning that comes up just from talking about the process of understanding values and then hearing about everyone's values. So at that point, depending on how many people are in your team, you've probably are well in an hour or more at this point of the 90 minutes. And then this next step kind of takes it a step further and takes it beyond just your team and the individuals, but also the organization. So next I want you to take a minute to reflect on your organization's values. So you most likely have some kind of operating principles, mission, vision, purpose, values that you can link to here. You can share that in advance on a slide. I would not assume that everybody knows the company values. I think Technically, yes, we should all know that, but depending on your culture, how new somebody is to your team or to the organization, they may not know them if they're not visible. So share that, share that in advance and then put them up on a screen of some kind or pass out something in your in-person meeting and look at those. And I want you to ask the question, where do your individual values overlap or connect to the values of the organization? So This is not going to be a shock, but everyone's values most likely overlap somewhere. Like their individual values will overlap in some way with the organization's values. And that is not a coincidence. Like we work at the places we work for a reason. And I have done so many of these sessions, many, many sessions, and there has never been one time at any point where a person says that their values do not overlap in some way. Sometimes it's very obvious, like some of the words are the exact same words, like integrity or honesty or communication or collaboration or development or impact, whatever it might be. Other times it's a different interpretation of the company value, or it's a very specific behavior that aligns with a company value. But there's some deep conversations you can have just on this, then have a conversation about it. So depending on your group, you may have people have a conversation with a partner for like five to seven minutes on it, and then come back together as a bigger group to discuss it together and bring it then back to your group as individuals. What does it mean? And then what does it say about our group as a next step? 
you may decide in a future reading that you create specific team values or ways of working on what you value together or as a team and company. So for instance, one group I worked with had a company value of wellness, and there was a similar theme for them individually. So they decided that they would model having no meetings on Fridays, like together, to ensure that they could get focused work done to end their weeks to then ease into the weekend, right? So that they could focus on that idea of we're not going to be working all the time and focused work is still important. We're all still going to do quality work, but our own wellness outside of the company is important to us too. So those are just some tangible ways that you can think about how do values show up in some of our behaviors that we are all aligned to. So these are the ways that I want you to think about your leadership and the culture that you're creating and you're building in your team. Having a session like this prioritizes connection and intentionality. By doing a session like this, you are modeling that this kind of thing is important to you as a leader. You're showing them what you value. You are learning about what they value and you can utilize this information to have deeper discussions with the team or with each direct report one-on-one. So these kinds of things don't have to be overcomplicated. This is a simple way to bring people together to share what matters most to them. If you want to go a step further, you can use the culture builder worksheet and your values first workbook and identify other things that you want to set up within your team to reflect your values like team recognition. I encourage you to utilize the values first framework as an intentional way to show up authentically. So in this episode, we highlighted two steps in the values first framework, values first and uplifting others. And this is just a small example of the actionable ways that this framework and these tools can be utilized for you and your teams. I would love to hear from you. So if you do a session like this for your team, send me a note at hello at thecatchgroup.com and tell me how it went, or if you have any questions about it. And until then, remember your leadership belongs here. You belong in the C-suite. I want to thank you so much for listening to the You Belong in the C-Suite podcast. If you are enjoying this content, please remember to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. By leaving a review, you are helping others find this content. We will be featuring five-star reviews on air in upcoming episodes. Editing and support for the podcast is done by S&E Podcast Management. To get more tips and tools to help you live a life guided by your values, go to thecatchgroup.com. Keep your boundaries and take care.